Welcome back to another episode of the Dealing Seconds podcast with your Cards and Beards crew. I'm Chris. And I'm Danny. And I'm James. Guys, I think today, I think we basically told people, hey, what we're going to talk about, but just to say it again, we're going to talk about tuck cases today. And, you know, what makes them special? What do we like about them in our own opinion? Things like that. Because you know what? It's tucks sell decks. You have a nice tuck. It looks really cool. People are going to want to buy it. Um, you know what? I'm going to ask this one to you, James. Right now, we were thinking of doing like maybe a few different tucks. What's one deck of cards that you really like their tuck case? Okay, so for my first one, it is going to be the ARW V1. Wow. I, this tuck for me reminds me of the the analog vhs style when i saw this tuck i was like holy shit this is like game changing i i thought it was absolutely because it's almost like it's minimal but it's almost like not just because like i mean i don't know it's just so different it reminds me of a vhs tape like when when it's over and it's blurring out and everything like the just from the like chosen font he used so yeah Definitely for my first tuck, I'm going to go with the ARW V1 because it's just it just has this unique design where it's yeah. just very typographic. And yeah. that's um and that's Luke Wadey in case people out there don't know what yes. that is. Yeah. If you don't, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard of Luke Wadey, you guys are living under a rock. Right. I I <laughs> I I, I you know I I like that choice uh James that's actually how I got introduced to uh to Luke Wadey really. That was when I fell in love with him. And that was and I've been balls out all in ever since. But yeah, that's a very nice tuck. I like that. Yeah, it definitely has a game changer. He does do minimalism to the right degree. Mm -hmm. Like he says who he is, what he wants to do, he's typographic. We all know his style, but it's like minimalism perfectly done, which is hard to do. Whether it's cards or even a tuck, it's so hard. And that and that tuck case is not embossed or anything. It's just glossy, right? If I'm mistaken, yeah. the yep, whole yep. thing is glossy. Oh, but a fun fact on that: they he did have a Dan and Dave collab where they redid the tuck and they yes. made it die cut and embossed, which is, you know, still kind of very subtle on what exactly went on there. But uh, yeah, I mean that happened. So so that's a, a little fun fact on that tuck as well. I mean, I bet you, I bet you, Luke was like. You guys want to work with me? Okay, here. Actually, Here's it was the deck. other way. I, I think they reached out to him about it. Yeah, I think so. Is, I think yeah, so. This is pretty. But crazy. that's. A, like, I mean, I have. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice. It, yeah, it's a, a nice soft black matte tuck case with a very little red, hint of red and that die cut on the back. Yep. Which is so weird to have that die cut of all things to have that die cut on the back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. Is. But it works for some weird reason. It, it really does, does. Mm -hmm. especially especially when you have that die cut covering those arrows going that one direction. It's like perfectly done. And it's like, oh, OK. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I have that. I have that one as well. I think I mean, right now I have all of the arrow series except for a couple like white whales, as you want to call them, you know, a couple of those different arrows. But I think Luke did a great job with that one. Oh, yeah, great series. All right. No, so for sure. Chris, let's see what you Ooh. got, man. Ooh, all right. So my first one that I want to talk about is, I mean, I showed it on my Instagram today. It's going to be the parlor deck from the gentleman nice. wake. 
So the funny thing I was looking up, I was trying to figure out who made this tuck because the cards are printed by Cardamundi. So I'm trying to figure out who printed the tuck. So I was like, wait, these were on Kickstarter. So I went to Kickstarter. I was like, all right, who printed the tuck? Believe it or not, the tuck printer is actually old playing cards, Low Trek. Low Trek printed these tucks and he did them on like a navy blue, um, like card stock or um, stock paper, excuse me. Definitely has gold and blue metallics with embossing. And the crazy part is that he even did full embossing on the inside, excuse me, full gold foil on the inside as well. I love this one. This one has, it just feels premium, you know, even though I know I'm going to get flack for this. I don't like low tricks cards, the card stock, not the designs, the stock itself, but his tucks are amazing. Is it like I a matte? Really, it's, it's a matte card. It's a matte finish, but all the embossing, even the blue is all foiled as well. Ooh, nice. So, so it's like a, like different color blues, with gold oh, yeah. all embossed, all foiled. I mean, he went all out on this one. And I really, really like this one. It just feels like, okay, you're paying a premium for a reason for this tuck. And I like it. I think, Actually, I think yeah, it's I don't one. I don't own any both or any gentleman wakes, but yeah. Um, so but they do look pretty. I do I, I do agree. Oh with yeah, that. I have the I have the reds and the blue. I don't have the black yet. The black is their limited edition one. And right. those are the cards printed by Low Trek, um, so those I don't have yet. Um, but I just thought this deck was pretty. This is actually the first one I picked out. I was like, all right, which one of my decks do I want to talk about? And that was actually, I think, you know, Dan and I spoke about this before. It was like, my our criteria was like, I cannot pick a deck to talk about the tuck if I don't own it. I should own the deck. Oh yeah, you know, that's true. like one of the things you have to own it because yeah. it's like, how are you going to speak about something if you don't own one? Yeah, you know, very true. So that's just me. What about you, Dan? Was it what's uh, gonna be your first one? All right, well, and you know, and these are in no particular order, but this is not only one of my favorite tucks, but probably one of my favorite decks of cards, period. Not for use, and you'll know why in just a second. The legal tender, the holographic, like the, the, the re release you did, uh, what last year with the yeah, just the full, the foil, the, the embossed. The slight embossed on this, but with the holo slight holographic shine on this tuck case is just, I don't know. There's just something about it from King's Wild that just, I don't know. It just, I look at it and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, it looks incredible. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It's it, 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 the, the cards are great, but just, um, you know, and then the whole, on the inside, it's the, you know, American history photos and shit. And I just, I don't know. It's... <laughs> I love it. I, I just think it was just, it's very premium. It's very, very sturdy. You ain't dent, dent in this thing unless you really chuck it at a wall, you know? <laughs> does it feel like, does it feel like a, a tuck that like EPCC makes? Yes. Because you know Expert, yes. yeah, yes. Expert makes those really thick tuck case, almost like plasticky feel tuck cases. And I'm, and I'm going to assume, and I could be wrong, that this was an EPCC tuck. Because it definitely does not feel like a Clove Street one to me. But um, I don't know. Because Clove Street has that, they, you know, it's a Clove Street press um, tuck case when it has like that slightly softer matte feel. Like it yeah, just feels this is not soft. Like, <laughs> but it is. Said. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Said. Thank you. But no, this is hands down one of my my favorite decks. God damn it, Chris. Fingering decks in here. Um, <laughs> the cards themselves <laughs> don't handle that great, but who gives a shit? This is, this is a deck to just look at, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the t- like, like we were saying, the tucks sell cases. Like in anything, I mean, you go shopping and aesthetics sells. So if somebody takes the time sells. to like, it, that's who sex does sell. So if you make the time to make it look pretty, people are going to realize, oh, wait, maybe I should buy it. Maybe I should try it. So that's, I think, a smart way people are doing right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, James, what do, you, what do you got next? Okay, so for my second one, it is a contrast to my first one, which is contraband from theory. I was waiting. I was waiting for you to talk, to talk about that one. <laughs> and plus, you know what? I have a feeling, you know, we couldn't have a uh, talk about Tux without mentioning mentioning Theory Eleven. I thought there's the no way in hell is. you can't talk about <laughs> yeah. Theory Eleven. Yeah, no way. So for contraband, what got me is besides the you know millions of intricate details, is just that center contraband font where it's like a um it's like a script what do you call that like a like an old english script style yeah and uh that is definitely what made this my favorite t11 deck mostly for the tuck i can't say about the cards 100 but the tuck design is like hands down my favorite out of the uh the whole like you know t11 amazing tuck series mm-hmm but it, uh, you know, I mean, it, it it is difficult to pick just one Theory Eleven tuck case. It oh, is yeah. very difficult because their tuck was, game is super strong. Oh, I was torn. I was actually torn. I'm like, that's the one thing you know you're getting with T Eleven. They have amazing tuck cases that are full embossed, foiled, the whole nine, and still ten bucks. And you're like, how the $10. hell do they do it? Dollars. Yep. Yeah, and and I'm like, do I pick the Avengers? Do I pick Mandalorian? Do I pick like Contraband? Like, which I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do any T11s because I have a feeling James might throw a T11 in there because <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> no, I, 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 no Harry no, Potter. No, you know what? I love Harry Potter and I love the decks. So I think they're amazing, but I wanted to leave them out. I want okay. to, you know, I want, I personally, for my, my three that we're doing, I want to do something different, you know, not the T11s. I just wanted to change it up a little bit. All right. Well, you know, I don't I don't own contraband, to be honest with you. I, I've looked at it. I've held it at Target. I've just never made pulled the trigger. There's no real reason. But it is a, I, a very, very good looking tuck, though. One hundred. Oh, I mean, that's the one thing you go to Target, you go to Walmart, you see T11 standing there you're like, oh, these things are really pretty. And that's why they're selling, because they're making a little extra effort. Make the tucks look really nice. People are going to be like, oh, snap, let me get those, you know, instead of using a regular bicycle deck. Let me pick up the thing that's nice and shiny yeah. and pretty and yay. Now, if only the if only the cards can match it 100 percent of the time, then yeah. then game over. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. But maybe, but I maybe, wish. maybe that's why they're able to keep the stuff at 10 bucks. Is maybe don't make the cards super, super pretty and foil and beautiful like the tuck is, because they got to keep the cost cut cut somewhere, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they could make nice cards. Their tucks look great. I mean, they did a good job with Grateful Dead. Yes, they did. They did a great job with the Grateful Dead deck. And honestly, yes, the Harry Potter decks, the back designs, the monocolor back design, but there's a lot of intricacies, but they could have changed it up a little bit, I think. I think um, T11 should have just gold foiled every single deck they get. Well, that that gold artisan, man. Yes. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yes. yes. They should just gold fold everything from now on. <laughs> yes, that gold artisan is amazing. It is amazing. All right. So I'm right, guessing Chris. it's my turn. Yep. So yes. my second deck is actually going to be 
rather tame as compared to the first one is actually going to be the Anatomica deck Ooh. by mm. Curio Cards, a.k.a. Jamie. Bacon, um, bacon. No. <laughs> bacon and eggs, yeah. So I actually found that these actually were printed by Fresh Impression Fresh impressions excuse me they're out of panama city beach florida it's actually really like a company i've never heard of i actually looked them up they actually do a lot of other different type yeah. of embossings not just tuck cases they'll do like letterheads and paper and other card stocks i was like oh that's really interesting that jamie went with them but you know they're using uh the the stock itself is a really soft red like almost a velvety stock for the tuck has a little bit of embossing and does have a little bit of white and red foil accents, which is actually done really well. So it actually highlights it extremely well. It's not fully foiled. So, you know, you get those pops of white and red. And I think it was done. I just think it was a great thing. And just having the whole tuck case do a wraparound tuck case. So if you had three of them in a T case and a T carrot case, oh, yeah. you would just see a whole uh, yeah. rib cage, which I don't have. Unfortunately, I only have one deck of the anatomica but i love the tuck and it's not yeah. crazy it's not crazy embossed it's just like that soft subtle embossing yeah i don't um i don't own any and i'm sorry jamie if you're listening but uh shoot me in the face whenever you see me i do apologize that's what she said <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> you walk right into those you're walking right into those yeah Dan. yeah yeah you're welcome. I but i mean good good use it what uh, what was the company again that was the company that made this is Fresh Impressions. Fresh Impressions, right? Okay, yeah. I keep forgetting about them when when I'm thinking about tucks. I know they do they do some tucks for people. So okay, yeah, yeah, and they do. I mean, they're known for like other stuff, not tuck cases, right. but cardstock in general. They're known for embossing and foiling cardstock. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, just thinking okay. about what could I use them for. All right. Well, what? um, I'm gonna. I'm going to be a little selfless and uh, well, selfless. I'm going to do a, a plug here for myself. Um, I'm going to pick my sophomore year. Tuck case. Damn you, Dan. That was my third one. You're welcome. <laughs> now, now why would I pick my own damn tuck case as one of my favorites? Well, because the blood, sweat and tears that went into getting this goddamn thing made and finding the perfect way to illustrate a trapper keeper. For those who don't know, it is a trapper keeper keeper style tuck, complete with Velcro. Velcro, very nice. Okay, you know it what was print. What was, what was that? No, I finished. I was gonna. I'm gonna say oh, something. Okay. It's gonna be hilarious. Okay, um, it is printed by. Um, they're called Calitho. They are located in Concord, California, which is where I work. And um, yeah, it would just like uh, Fresh Impressions. They do a lot of. Um, embossing and printing and promotions like they print stuff for capcom like video game displays and things like wow. that for they do a lot of work for wineries putting together like influencer boxes is, is is what they call them you know with a bunch of yeah. goodies in them so um a lot of back and forth and i kind of let them run with it told them my idea and they came up with that awesome oh, velcro so, so I, I just for that alone just to sell that trapper keeper thing and just what I think it's unique because I don't I haven't seen anything like that before. Oh, it's definitely a oh, unique yeah. tuck case. And you, you chose a great idea. What I was gonna say is to you know to really enhance the trapper keeper feeling, what could have been done. I mean, this is just going outlandish, is you know how every trapper keeper back in the day had that plastic like puff around it? Yes. Like that doing that on a tuck case. Yeah, then 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 you're talking probably like ten dollars a tuck. 
cost to get made. Yep. Okay, because I'll tell you right now, <laughs> this sucker wasn't cheap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, so there's only, um, only one yeah. knock. There's only one knock I have against that tuck case. Only one knock. Put when the cards put, back in. When you put the cards back in, they get hung <laughs> up on one side. Well, other than that, you, you, you just got to learn how to put it in at the right angle, Chris. I never have a problem with that, Dan. I don't know, is your girlfriend around? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> she wouldn't yeah, listen anyway, to this, She wouldn't anyway. be listening, though. Oh, well, there you go. So, there you go. And you know what? You can, <laughs> getting back on track, you can just sit here and just... I do it all day long. Oh, something about that sound. Dan, so that nice. is your meeting call, isn't it? Oh, there yeah. You go. That is Dan's meeting call right there. <laughs> well, before we get into round three of our tucks, you know, we haven't done our signature thing. We haven't done the deck check. We have to know what we've been using today. You know what? I'm going to switch it up. Dan, what are you using? I am going with um, the secret deck from uh, Chamber of Wonder playing cards. Uh, I they actually I almost chose this as one of my favorite tucks. If we did five, definitely would have put it on there. So I'm using the red one. I, oh, I just love this goddamn deck. Nice. The Ripple Shuffle deck. Yeah. And for they're, me, they're I'm going with the safety back bicycle. Ooh. This is hands down one of my favorites. I Look do at that thick border. Vintage design one. I hate the tuck. If we did, if we had a like top three ugly tucks, this would have been we on should, it. Oh, you know we what? Will. We will. <laughs> you know what we should do? Ugly tuck, ugly deck. Oh, I have I already have mine picked out number one, and it'll be it'll be one, two, and three. And it's not Ooh. fontaine. And it's <laughs> not fontaine. <laughs> Nice. But no, that, that's good. I, I love those classic thick white quarters on, on decks like that. If it's oh, yeah. if people don't, it works and people that don't do works. That yeah, people don't do that anymore. It's it's you, you, you know you, white quarters. There's been a deck or two, but you don't yeah, you don't see it very often. No. I mean what I'm using today is actually the ape card company, the Chenozoic cards, playing cards nice. by Ash Marlowe. Um printed by Hanson Chen. I think they're really sturdy. I love them. They don't smell anymore, thank God. They smell like shit when I first got them. But they <laughs> handle, but they handle amazing. I mean, honestly, I've been using this thing and this thing still fans perfectly. Nice. nice. I really like their decks. I really like it. And speaking of the tuck case, the tuck case, I just realized it's slightly embossed too. It's Ooh. flat matte. It's flat matte, but the tuck case is a little bit embossed. I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize nice. it until I started, until I, until I grabbed it. Oh, right. All right. All right. Cool. Now we're down to our final three. The last three. You know what? We might have to. We might even have to throw some honorable mentions into this one. Oh, I, I, yeah, we can do that. Just because sure. I took one of yours. <laughs> yes. <For sure>. yes. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> now I have to do one off the fly. Now I'm kidding. All right. What well, you James, got? What's your, what, yeah. What's your last one, man? Okay. So my last one is. I guess you can say it's a T11 deck. It's hands down one of my favorites. It's the Aristocrats. And oh. this one, it's it's interesting with this deck because there's there's five different colors of it. Uh, but every tuck except for the red and blue, which was released by Theory 11, can you guess what the difference is? It's embossed between all the other ones, right? So what a shocker. But this, right. this deck right here is kind of like a combination of my first two for this. It's it's a little bit more simple, but elegant at the same time. It's very straightforward. I love the burgundy maroon. I've been like obsessing yeah. over this color recently. It's got the emblem. Uh, this was uh, Russell 
uh, playing card company, which USPCC ended up buying out. And then it has the uh, the signature aristocrat logo, which is what got me. And then the linen finish and script, which also got me because I love fonts. Fonts is like my thing. So yeah, this is my, my I guess out of the top three, I kind of ordered mine to which I like the most. And this is definitely one of my favorites right here. Nice. Yeah, I I, lo I love that classic look, and I love I love decks to have the card back on the back, but like doesn't take up the entire back. You know. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And those cards, I like I like those cards. Those cards are are nice. They're very nice. I actually don't. I actually don't own any of them. You should at least get one at yeah. some point. Yeah. I yeah. I'm like I don't own any of those. It they're 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 one of those decks that everybody should have at least one and at least handle at some point oh, yeah. in their yeah. life. I think. Yep. That makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Since Dan inexplicably stole my number three, but it was no particular order, <laughs> I have to do off the fly to a third one. So I already have it. It was right here by me anyway. It was going to be an honorable mention, so I might as well put it in the top three now. It is actually the Shogun playing cards. Okay. By Nor by Neural. Um, this tuck case was actually printed by Boshiro and Newton. Hmm. Um, they are awesome. They're out of Italy. Um, but the cards, the it's actually a softer stock, but the foiling is what got me. It's like a really beautiful blood red foiling on the front. Oh yeah, and then embossed on the back with a little bit of foil as well. Yeah, um, those those were uh, those were a recent release, right? Yes, he did these via Kickstarter, and they recently released last, I think, beginning of February. I'm second, beginning yeah. of February, maybe late um, January, um, but also on the inner inner printing as well all oh, black nice. with sil silver um foil on the inside full done i thought it was a beautiful tuck case this is going to be an honorable mention but like i said since dan stole my number three have to throw this in the top now sorry i stole my deck from you <laughs> i know <laughs> you know i had your deck in my hands you know that's, that's what she what said <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just going to jump right into my third here, and I'll tell you, this is probably my, I know I said Legal Tender is one of my favorites, but this is this is going to be my favorite tuck case, period, okay? Mm -hmm. it, it's okay. one of, it's it, it's in a series of one of three, and I love all three of them, so, so but I chose my favorite out of the three. It's my okay. favorite playing card, period, and that is the Artisans from Theory 11. Nice. But I'm going with, I'm going with the black. And here's why. The gold, while it's nice and pretty and the cards are great, there's just a, a little too much gold on the tuck case, I think. It doesn't that that ace on the front doesn't differ it doesn't stand out, you know. On the white, the whites are my favorite of the three, but there's just something about this black tuck I think case. it's because I think personally I think cuz I have all three, I think it's the ace pops on the black background. The white, it it's a little bit muted, but then on that brown, the gold brown, it almost looks like it fades into the whole tuck, so it doesn't really pop. But yeah, that black just lets brown. that gold pop. Oh, I just, oh, yeah. I love it. It just, get me that as an art print on my wall, you know? That's I mean, how much I like that. That thing is, that thing is. Yeah, that, that is, thing is <laughs> It is, and you know, and like I said, it, it, it's my favorite Theory 11 deck. It's one of my favorite decks hands down any of the three colors it doesn't matter i like them all so guys so we just went over a little bit of like our top three and we'll definitely probably throw some honorable mentions as we speak but my question to you guys is like what do you look for in a tuck case 
Like what, what draws you into a tuck case? Because as we see, we all three of us have different styles, different things that we like. What makes you gravitate to something more so than the other? I guess uh, for me, I'd say like the aristocrat deck that I just showed. Um, the fact that the tuck isn't so heavy where I can beat the shit out of it. And like, it still looks good in the end, but you know what I mean? It's almost like a, like it's, it's meant to be used, but still look, still have a certain look to it. That's definitely what I gravitate towards. I love 311 decks, but I don't, I feel they look better on display versus carrying around, you know? So that's uh, personally, that's what I look for in, in tuck. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I want something that's almost unique looking that like pop pops, but, um, like the like the like the artisan like that 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 gold spade just pops out and yeah you would look great on display but there's something about this theory 11 tuck that i mean my this one's kind of beat up my white one is beat the hell up but it's still uh, i feel proud still carrying it around even though it's missing flaps and it's got rips and holes in it everywhere um yeah like that but i i like a lot i like to display a lot of things too so it's you know um like i love the orbit decks when they're especially when you have them all lined up together or something like that, just seeing that, that universal O that it just had a, has a certain classiness to it. I think like the black roses, that simple rose. Oh yeah. So simplicity, but yet I'll, I'll I want it to stand out too. Sometimes I no, for yeah. sure. And people listening, if you don't know, Dan has like every single orbit and every single black roses ever printed. So he can say how it looks a hundred percent. He knows. He's he's the man when it comes to those two by itself. Um, for me, I I hear both of you guys. I'm like I like a little bit of like the simplicity. I like a little bit of like the embossing and things like that. Um, the ones that catch my eye, of course, are the ones that have a little bit of foil, not overly foiled. Like I'd rather have like the Shogun I just showed. Like I like that little pop of foil that it gives like attracts my eye, but doesn't say, "Hey, this is all I'm going to give you." Because sometimes like with T11, it could be too much. And next thing you know, it's like it's distracting from what is actually trying to show on it. Hence the reason why I didn't pick the Harry Potter deck, because it can be a little bit too much. You know, kind of like, lean it, kind of like the, their High Victorian. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. God. Very, very busy. <laughs> yeah. Very busy. Very busy. But then again, it's like also like with tuck cases, I like a durable tuck. Like we were saying earlier, Dan, when you brought out the King's Wild. If it, if it was done by expert, it's a thicker, almost like a plasticky feel. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could throw that in your pocket. You could throw it in your bag. That tuck case, you could basically use it all day long. You use those cards all day long and that tuck case is not going to get destroyed. You know, that's, that's one thing. Cause we all carry DS. We always put our cards in like DS one sleeves nowadays, or, you know, a card carrying case, if you have them. Um, but something's to be said about like that expert stock. Like you can just throw it in your pocket nothing is not going to get destroyed yeah because i did that i mean i i carried that sucker when it, when i first got the jet setters um done by expert i was carrying that around for like a good week in my pocket without a ds1 and it still looks brand new ds1 and, shout shout out uh carrot case creations yeah. yes revolutionized yes. the playing card world 100 yeah, oh with those sleeves man <laughs> oh my god that thing oh my god those are saviors i mean talk about tuck cases that's a savior for a tuck case yeah so guys now that we spoke about a couple of different you know playing card tucks and things like that i think we all have a little bit of honorable mentions because dan you said you had like five you would have picked out <laughs> right yeah. off the bat 
Yeah. We all, I mean, we all own like probably over a hundred decks of cards. Dan probably owns more than both of us, James, oh, yeah. combined. combined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'll just give you a couple of no real order. You know, um, mm-hmm. obviously the, the secrets deck that we mentioned earlier. Um, butterfly the butterfly decks the um ah. just the simplistic mat like the black one like the black one with either like the gold butterfly or the silver foil like that with just that strip on the bottom just so simplistic but yet there's just something about looking at that going damn that's a good looking tuck but it's so plain and i don't understand but it just something to me just i'm like wow i love that um Makes sense. I mean, he, um, oh yeah, go ahead. He did a great job with that. I mean, it's simple, it's easy. You know what you're getting. Andre did a great, great thing with that. Yeah, yeah. and um, then like um, the 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 makers, um, private reserve, the red one from Art of Play. Uh, oh yeah, with with the red and then the gold foil, but then it's all foiled on the inside too. Uh, that's really awesome. As a set, I have two two more. Two is a set. The first ran the first playing cards from Chris Ramsey, the one, two, three, and then the hollow on, on a row sitting in a carrot case, which is that strip of, you know, that strip line with just the first, when you look at it together, sit standing next to each other, uh, just looks very display worthy. Nice. You know, say what you will about the cards. I don't much care for them, but the tuck case is just so simple, except for V3, which is stupid. Um, just looks so elegant and nice to me. <laughs> Except for the fucking trees, but whatever. <laughs> and then, and then, just a, a personal, personal note. I, I would like to say the standards from Art of Play. I have all six, but in a three by two little carrot case, and they just look. They pop in my display. That's all. That, that that's nice. all I'm gonna say. I mean, th- I mean, they all sound great. Honestly, I I don't have any of the makers. So I, I can't comment on those. Mm-hmm. The first, the only ones I, I used to have the V threes, the ones with the palm trees that you hate, Dan. But I gave those away because I really don't need them. I have the V fours, and I, that's all I have. I don't have any of the other first cards. Um, just not my style, personally. I was just like, eh, right. you know, Chris. Ram- don't get me wrong, Chris Ramsey got me into cards, but at the same time, I'm just like, eh, you know, I'm just mm, about the cards. I I will hand it this to him. He doesn't come out with eight decks a year. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He'll do maybe and he could, one and he, he could, could if he wanted to. Yeah, he hundred percent could easily. He hundred. And I don't. And I don't knock him for those, the original V fours before he changed it. Uh, the black and white with the you know the ten dollar cards that the worker yeah. decks. I call them the yeah. first worker decks. They are great worker decks to just beat the shit out of. You know, and they're still yeah. they're, what they're what ten bucks. I mean, yeah, like ten twelve bucks. Fine with me. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. What about um, you, James? From- James, no, I don't want to hear from you, Chris. I want to hear from James. Damn okay. you. <laughs> for me, uh, definitely blessed. premium casino bees. I was just- waiting for a B tech B deck from you. I was waiting for. Yeah. Like, I'm like, really, James? You you're like the casino man. Yeah, these are definitely. I say honorable mention just because I have so many of them. Kind of tired of looking at them, but uh, yeah, these definitely are one of my favorites just because they replace the white on the B deck with gold. Like, it's just, it's a little, like, I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. I like it. I love it. <laughs> that one. And then I have the other premium casino, the the more harder to get ones. Shout out to Mike, 8 High Studios for this. Uh, Mike. And then Mike. Uh, 
We should, get him on the, we should get him on the podcast, guys. Yeah, we really should. Yes, we really should. Definitely. Mike, 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 if you listen to this, let us know if you want to be on our podcast. For sure. And then another one, Tough Lux. Good choice. Def- definitely a favorite. And then this is this one I just showed as a standard. I have the foiled one or, or in oh, the foiled, yeah, the, the LTD. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So good. Oh. All right. That's what else we're rapid firing this. Uh tally hose. I like those. Right. Who doesn't like tally hose? I like these in white. Great. Love you a good hoe. Yep. Yeah. Uh one more for me would be the bicycle shadow masters. This is probably my favorite style of bike just because it looks like a black metal band made it, you know, very <laughs> gothic, very my style. So your style. So your yep. style, James. So you. Yes. Yep. So you. But uh, yeah, those are for my honorable mentions. How about you, Chris? Uh, for me, Rapid Fire, I'm going to mention the Remedies. Oh, um, yeah. Just because I know, but the tuck case just feels like cardstock. So it just has that. What extra. color? What color? I go with the green. I like the green. Um, I just think that I just... black would be dope. Hint, hint. Well, he's coming. They're probably coming out with a hot pink. Hint, hint. I hope not, but they might. <laughs> I'm just uh... like, <laughs> but okay. Um, that I would also say as an honorable mention, I will. I will go with actually the Arrow V2 Limited. Um, the 2.1, not the limited, but the 2.1. Um, that's one because it has the embossing in it. Um, no foil, but just embossed and everything. So I like that as a that's as that. That's my favorite Luke Wadey tuck case. This one, yeah, not the not the not this one from Arrow, which is I'm holding up the limited version. Um, no, I like the limited version's cards better, yeah, but, but I like just the there, there's just something about that 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 special tuck. Yeah, it just has the embossing of the arrow, and it just I just love this one. I think this one's a good honorable mention. Um, I would also have to probably put out trying to rapid fire, rapid fire. Um, the oh, third way industry conquerors deck. So the conquerors deck from third way is actually it has like a velvet touch, it's a thicker stock, it actually feels like velvet. The cars themselves are fully red foiled, it's insane. They literally blind my eyes, but the st- the tug case just has this like texture to it, which is insane. Nice. Um, which I'm really excited about. Um, those will have to be my top mentions, okay. honestly. And then, because I honestly, I, yeah, those will be my top mentions. Um, but earlier you were saying, Dan, about um, your standards um, with uh, Art of Play with Kevin Cantrell. Yeah. Guess who's Guess who he's now working with? Who? He's going to be collab. He's going to be collabing with. The gentleman wake his on next his, deck on his, his next, next on his Kickstarter in May, right? Yep, his next Kickstarter is going to be with Kevin Cantrell, which mm. I'm shocked. I'm shocked on that one. Mm, okay, again, not a gentleman. I, I like the guy, but uh, I'm just not into his cards. Omar, Omar is super cool. His cards are really great. His They're reviews dope. used to be so dope. Oh, I love dude, the, he... the serious seriousness to him. I just I loved it. I mean, he this wasn't he an editor also like a film editor? Sure, or he is a film editor. I think I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, could, I don't know. <laughs> Omar, if you're listening to this, I apologize for butchering <laughs> yeah. everything that you said. No sponsorship from him then. God damn it, Chris. Um, 
all right. Uh, it happens. It happens. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think I think Kickstarter is interesting because there's so many different things that you could do on Kickstarter, and the fact that you're able to tell people who you're using, like what I did earlier, what you did then, like we can go to Kickstarter see who printed these tucks, not just the cards, but the tucks. So it gives us another little like, hey, let's see who else is doing other type of things. Yeah, no, with Kickstarter, you got to be a little more transparent with, uh, yes. you know, if you you want my money, you better tell me who's printing them, where you're printing the tucks, and all like all that. I want to know it all because the more I know, the more I'm probably going to give you my money. And what's your credit score? That's important. Oh, you don't want to know my credit score. If, if Kickstarter <laughs> knew my credit score, I would not own any cards. <laughs> credit score, birthday, blood type, firstborn baby, social security. Are you registered nine. for the army? Yep. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything. You want to know everything. Oh, but you know, you know, to, speaking of Kickstarter, like n- now's the time. What what is it? We're hitting March tomorrow. Uh, now Kickstarter is going to start ramping up. Uh, everybody kind of took a break from the holidays and uh yeah like gentleman wake's got one coming up our homie yuma's got one coming up uh i can't wait for my prototypes get those in my hand play with a little yuma you know what i mean uh we got the um <laughs> low poly sharks v2 uh, which you know March. i talked to real side side note here i talked to corwin uh one of the guys at unrivaled playing cards uh the other day and he let it drop on my instagram live that there will be a second deck. Really? Yep. It'll be a stretch goal. It'll be an MPC printed deck. And it'll kind of like what Luke Wadey would do with his limited editions. And he will, or like, and what I did with my Alhambra deck, it will be, he'll print however many people get. So everybody will get a chance to get it, which is the best part. So if only five people get it, he'll make five. But if like 300 people get it, he'll make 300. So um, you wouldn't take... And he told me what it was, and boys, it sounds great. It's basically the concept art from the V1. Ooh, oh, wow. Very nice. That yeah. Means now my wallet's going to hate me at the end of this month, this upcoming month, and then... So that'll be, that'll be a stretch goal. So once the campaign funds, that unlocks. That's awesome. Very nice. And I think their, awesome. their goal is 7,000 while we're talking about it. So, yeah. That's not I'm bad looking at all. forward to that. No, not oh, at all. Yeah. Um, then um I mean, you know i think i think there's another kickstarter yeah. coming out in i was May. gonna say i was gonna say that i'm like we we were talking about kickstarter i'm like there is something else that's hitting kickstarter very soon in the next yeah, couple of months yeah and it was it was designed by this this guy uh yeah james guy yeah i don't know i don't know what his name is i mean he's from texas i mean you know <laughs> rotting something hands you know yeah, he designed, he designed <laughs> something. You know, so so just you know, we have been teasing it, but we can let the cat out of the bag that Cards and Beards is coming out with a deck on Kickstarter May first. Oh, yeah. Set your set your alarm, set your clocks May first. If you want any more information, guys, follow us on Instagram. That's actually the best way to figure out anything that's about to happen. Follow us on Instagram at Cards and Beards. You'll get all the info up to date. Uh, we will basically start blasting on there. Images of the of the deck, things of that nature. You know, we're going to tease it more and more. But come May, we're definitely hitting Kickstarter. We're going to have some fun with this, guys. Yes, I think yes. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun campaign for us. Oh yeah, it's the first one. You know, it's, our, it's our virgin campaign. We got to pop the cherry somehow. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, we do. I love popping cherries. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sherry Casino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, James has over 300 right now in his in his room. In his walls. <laughs> in in his the walls. walls. In the in walls. walls yeah. Pop and cherries left and right, you know? <laughs> but yes, yes. So Cards and Beers Casino, May 1st. Yes. Cards and Beers Casino. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun, interesting game, uh, fun, interesting game changer, I think, as far as a deck of cards. Just because it's like, hey, we want to show who we are. We're for the people. So just remember that, guys. We are for the for the community. So it's gonna be a fun deck. Definitely. Yeah, guys. I think that was a fun little talk about tuck cases. And I think we I think we have a little topic we might have to talk about next time. Already pre worst. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I think I honestly I really think that that's gonna be an easier lineup to pick up to pick out versus which is our favorite. I already I, I've already got like five right now. I go get them right now. I'm I'm ready to go. Oh damn. I get but see what the best part is I get to talk about the deck I hate the most in the entire world. Because I have it <laughs> and I can't. It's the worst tuck case, it's the worst cards, it's fucking terrible, and I hate it. I cannot wait, and it is not Fontaine. Wow, nice. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually want to know what this is now. Cliffhanger. I'm gonna leave it at that. Oh God! Stay tuned on the next episode <laughs> of Dealing Seconds Podcast. Yeah. What does Daniel's son hate more than Fontaine? No. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our sponsorship for Fontaine. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll still take the sponsorship. I have I have a couple of your decks. Um, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Zach. 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 Yes. You know, too bad I wasn't going to Carter's UConn. I could have met him in person and have him sign a deck and just make all the oh. fanboys that couldn't go go. Hey, look. I don't like this guy, but I got his autograph. <laughs> oh, but Carter's UConn. Oh man, I wish I could go. Yeah, you know it. it Definitely. Just, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump down the freeway. But I, I couldn't. I can't drop the dimes right now, unfortunately. Same. Same. I can't. I can't drop it either. I'm like, I wanted to go this this year because it's in California, and I'm like, oh, it's here. It's not in Europe. But I'm like, you know, and you know, I, I saw speaking of Fontaine that Zach is teasing his biggest collab ever that he's dropping at Carter Street Con. Yeah. Anybody? Any anybody else just just think it's hard to play? Is it the Spy Kids thing? It has to be. It has to be hard to play because if you look at the actual teaser for Carter Street Con. Art of Play and Fontaine are the same size for sponsors. Everybody else is smaller. So it probably is AOP. Well, the last, I don't know if you know, but let, remember last time at Karshikon, he dropped those futures, the yes. Fontaine futures. And that, that, I love those. I loved it. I thought it was so different, you know? And so what does he follow that up with? He's got a, why, why not work with the Godfathers of Cardistry? Makes sense. I mean, they are Cardistry. Going Technically, he did work with them, right? I think the McCormick deck. I yeah, think he but had... I mean, like a straight on Dan and Dave and Zach collab. Ah, yeah. Smoke True. and mirrors. A sm- maybe not even that. Maybe they just do something completely different. I mean, who who the hell knows? Yeah, maybe it's a smoke and mirror Fontaine. That would uh, that would probably a lot of fanboys would just lose their fucking shit if they came out oh, that... smoke and mirrors Fontaine. Lose their shit. They're gonna basically be jizzing in their pants the minute they hear that. All I want. Personally, out of Karshikon, is I know Orbit's going to drop another deck, and I want I want that. That's all I want out of it. Because they did they did the reprint of the V one at the Karshikon a couple years ago, and twenty nineteen, right? They did yeah. that in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So give me 
I know you're dropping one, Chris. Not you, Chris. The better Chris. Or, or, or Brown. Um, I, I dropped I dropped one in the toilet earlier. I just oh, I just wonder if it's gonna be um gonna be a reprint of the V two. Keep on that I line. Hope, I hope not. I I kind of hope I hope so for two reasons. One, it's the red. It's a red deck, and I wouldn't mind a red orbit deck. Two, that's the rarest orbit deck you can get. And if you get one, no way in hell anybody's opening it. Um, so I would like a usable, brand new, updated version of it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't have that many orbits myself. I'm like, I'm. I like Chris. I like his. I like his decks. Just don't. I don't collect them like that. Like I just. I only have a seven, eight, eight P, and the Aesop Rock. Those are the only ones I have. I love the Aesop Rock. They're so they're so nice. They, they handle they're, so beautifully. They're and they're a beautiful deck of cards. I love yeah. it. I like yeah, it I, a lot. I love I love Orbit. It's not it's no secret, you know. No, it's not. Um, it's not. Chris, Chris is a fucking. I met him at the Orbit Jam for the release of the Sevens, and, he, and you'll never meet another a nicest fucking guy. He talked to every single person there and answered every question, and he looked like he enjoyed every second of it. He was not annoyed at all. That's actually that says a lot about him. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I think it does. Um, you know, and. He performed his moves on demand and no no problem. So huh. I, I love Chris and he's he's such a fucking awesome guy in the community. He is. He is so. definitely one of those one of those good like positive people. Yes, but just give me a Curtis Chicon V two orbit and then I give a shit about the rest. <laughs> <laughs> and did did I hear right that V twos really didn't handle that well? From what I've heard, I would never know. I have one. I'll never open it. But yeah, I mean, I I would think so because the I think the only twenty five or twenty five hundred were printed, and then most of them were destroyed and lost. Mm. That's why it's the rare, that's why it's the rarest one because I think somewhere along transit, a bunch of them got destroyed. Wow. Oh no! So, wow. but I mean, this was before he was doing the web press and stuff before he blew up. So, yeah. Now the question for you, then, if you went to Cardiacon and Chris was there, would you now hypothetically speaking, because of course you have a, a charlatan, would you? Unsello, have him sign, and then resello all the decks. Yeah. So my 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 plan is for when he does the orbit jam again, because um, I only live forty five minutes from where he's at. Um, so if he hosts it in San Jose again, I was going to take every single deck I have in that giant carrot case, open them all up, have him sign, and then resello everything and put that on display because it's only for me. I'm never selling my orbits. Nice. And I just think it would be cool to have him sign all probably ten at that point. Of the main editions and then just yeah and resell them who cares they're for me yeah. and That's not true. and not sean not everybody else just chris makes sense makes sense because <laughs> there's no way in hell i'd get daniel snyder's signature i'm not mailing that shit halfway across the world so <laughs> it's not that expensive to mail stuff over there yeah but i don't trust it in the mail ah true the united states post office mm. Yeah, customs. Yeah, especially customs going there. Yeah, exactly. Coming back, coming U.S. Back. people don't give a shit. Like, oh, come on in. No, in the U.S. I actually, I actually heard, I actually heard from people like when they, some people have sent stuff through customs, they actually will put a note. I think it was from John CNC um, decorations. He actually would put a note in the box saying, "Please do not cut open very rare deck. Can you ex- please X-ray this instead?" And we'll actually oh, wow. try this. For customs to be like, hey, so that way, if it was a rare deck that he got, he's sending someone, 
doesn't destroy the deck. You know, that's, so he'll put a That's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. I heard I heard him say that one time. I was like, that is actually really smart, especially for people who live in Europe because the customs they open the, the cases all the time. You know, yeah. they'll go through shit. And I'm like, oh come on. <laughs> you know, well, a beautiful tuck. Imagine, imagine having a beautiful tuck case, fully foiled, perfectly embossed, everything is gorgeous, and all of a sudden customs just slid it right open. Like um like yeah, if you ordered um the parlor, what's the green one? The dynasty or whatever. Oh, Dennis, the dynasty, the, the prism one, the one that's like 300 yeah. bucks. Could you imagine get that getting that all ripped no, up? Oh. You're like, mother fuck. I quit. I'd quit cards. If oh, I, I spent $300 been. on a day and it came like that to customs, I'd be like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 would, I would just be, I'm done with this shit. It, same, same. I saved, I saved myself a ton of money then. I just, you just, do something else i'm sure mm. spend it on other hookers i know whoa hey <laughs> hey james james has 300 i only have 200 so yeah but you're the only one fingering a deck right now that's how chris farrow's decks he puts his fingers in between them and just goes goes to town just literally just like mash them together that's oh how I yeah i don't care uh, I don't care. All right. Well, hey, great episode, everybody. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> and on that note, we end with a high note. You know, I'm kidding. Well, it's you guys, where you put that finger. Yeah. Sounds like a lot. I washed. I, I washed it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's after, not before. <laughs> oh Jesus. It's getting late. This conversation is going into the southern part. Get it? Southern? I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Bloopers are a great thing. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Guys, this is a great chat. Like Dan said, we'll come back at you guys. Don't worry. You know, next episode will be very soon. As you guys know, we already hinted at it. We're going to be talking about our worst cards. Tucks and all. That's gonna Can't definitely wait. be. We have to. We we cannot do our favorites. We have to follow it up with our with our least favorites. The worst. Yes. Yes. Of course. And then we can talk about our our favorite creators and the people we hate. No, I'm just kidding. I love everybody, even if I hate you. That's true. I I might I might hate your cards, but I think you're a nice person. There you go. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll catch everybody on the next episode. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace out, everybody.